welcome back to the Black Breast Cancer podcast. Black Breast Cancer is in service to all people of African heritage impacted directly or indirectly by breast cancer. That's Africans in the diaspora or indeed indigenous Africans living on the African continent. So whether you are living in Asia, America, the Caribbean, Europe, the UK or in the Oceanas, I am talking to you. It's been a while. Like I said in the first part, I've been traveling and, and, and now it's like buses to come at the same time. Okay, so in the first part, we discussed the problems of mammographies and that is to create a context for why we should think of alternatives. And the first one I want to propose to you is a discussion on um, thermographies. Thermography is something new to me that I learned through watching a documentary called Boobs, the War on Women's Breasts. So I recommend that to you. If you live in America, you can watch it for free on a website, tubitcom something like that. Otherwise, you can get it on Amazon. So here we go. Now, it's relatively new to me, but I think it's something we ought to really start thinking about quite seriously. The main thing has been the concern about radiation. So let's start from the beginning. The whole idea of thermography is that it relies on an infrared camera. And infrared cameras, I think, I imagine it looks like you point the camera at the person and it can read the body in through this infrared by way of heat, hence the thermography. So the first question is, what's an infrared camera? So I went to the ICI website to find out, and this is what they say. Infrared cameras are changing the world. From temperature screening in workplaces to home inspections in real estate, countless professionals are now capitalizing on the benefit of infrared imaging. Why? This is the question. So let's understand this before we get into the discussion on breast cancer. While traditional visible light cameras capture images of objects radiating light visible to the naked eye, normal camera that we can see, you know, we take the picture with the naked eye, an infrared camera captures what the human eye cannot see. All objects radiate energy. You can see already, okay, that infrared cameras and thermography, they don't cause radiation, they can detect it. All objects radiate energy, but some wavelengths within the electromagnetic spectrum are invisible. Okay, so it's a bit technical, isn't it? What's electromagnetic? But let's just accept for the moment that every single object radiates energy. It's an energy that we can't see, they can be called wavelengths, and somehow the infrared camera can see some of them that the naked eye can't see. Detectors in an infrared camera capture a particular range of invisible energy emission. What they capture is a range of 700 to 1,000 nanometer. Yeah, what the hell is a nanometer? I didn't even realize it was a real thing. So a nano means a billion. So a nanometer is one billionth of a meter. I know, still not clear, is it? <laughs> the example is a sheet of paper 
is 100,000 nanometers thick. A sheet of paper is about 100,000 nanos thick. So that is amazing. I, that's amazing. So it can pierce, see things that we can't begin to imagine. So detectors in an infrared camera capture a particular range of invisible energy emissions, seven to 1,000 nanometer range, and then express each heat value or wavelength through a set of corresponding colors. The resulting image is called a thermography. Okay, let's try and understand it a bit more practically. Infrared light can travel through thick smoke and visible light cannot. This allows firefighters to find people and animals in smoke-filled buildings. The infrared body heat from people and warm-blooded animals travels through the smoke. They show up clearly through an infrared camera. I mean, I think that visual image makes it clear about the power of an infrared camera. It can recognize an object at 680 meters away. It can identify a target at 226 meters away. Larger targets increase the distance. So get the picture, it's piercing. Uh, it can see through stuff. While infrared cameras detect and project object temperature with extreme accuracy, there are many factors to consider in order to ensure correct data. Not all infrared cameras are created equal. Some are designed for industrial use, whilst others are better suited for medical use or other purposes. Proper tools and an understanding of the equipment are essential. Okay, so just don't go rushing out to buy one because I try to compare the price of one against a mammogram machine. A mammogram machine, I think, cost about a million pounds. And I kept seeing these huge ranges from 84 pounds was the cheapest to, I think it was uh, 30,000 pounds. I rang up a few companies, but they said, no, we don't sell the medical thermographers. We only sell industrial thermographers. I mean, the closest I got was, with, you know, when you walk through a scan at an airport that you, you walk through, apparently they are thermo scans. So they can see all the, through these um, colorful maps of heat of your body. But that's not the same as a thermography from a health perspective. I couldn't actually find the price of one, which is quite scary, but I don't think, I'm, I'm strongly advised that it's not as expensive as a mammogram. And I'm waiting for some replies to tell me, well, how much do they cost? Okay, so you get the idea of the theory from they can peer through and see energy wavelengths that the naked eye can't see, and that's the value of an infrared camera. So let's look at thermograms from a breast cancer perspective. What thermography offers for breast cancer screening tests is a non-invasive process. There's no radiation. Like I say, it doesn't generate or cause radiation. It goes out to detect radiation, if anything. It's pain-free. It's far less expensive than a mammogram machine. I'll stick my neck up and say that because I have read that. Breast thermograms take images of the breast for early detection of breast cancer. An infrared camera is used to pick up temperature changes in the breast. 
In effect, a heat map of the body is produced. The idea is that tumours formed of rapidly dividing cells, as in the case of cancer, demand a high blood flow, so show up as hot spots in the body, in the breast. So thermograms really rely on the principle that chemical and blood vessel activity in both precancerous tissue and the area surrounding is almost always higher than the normal functions around the breast. Let's just look at the procedure for a moment. Breast thermography is a 15-minute non-invasive test. The chest area must be cooled with an air conditioner for approximately 10 to 15 minutes during the process. The room temperature is adjusted to approximately 22 degrees Celsius and darkened during the test. Dr. Eccles from the UK says the camera used can detect temperature differences of 0.5 C, the Celsius. The heat variations between the two breasts are compared by computer-assisted technology. So I think you point this sort of camera-like gun at the body and then you look at the reading on the on a monitor, I suppose a bit like the ultrasound scan, far more accurate than the human eye, argues Dr. Eccles. Precancerous and cancerous masses are highly metabolic tissue. That's to say, cancer cells and precancerous cells, they start, they move into a lot of activity. They break up, they proliferate, they, they create more of themselves. They multiply at high speed and in that process they're drinking a huge amount of blood, tissue, cells, a huge supply of nutrients of the body to maintain their growth. So to do this they increase circulation of their cells and create uh, so much activity that it increases the temperature surface of the breast. That's why when the thermographer is looking at the changes in the body they can say there are some indications that can suggest. It's the use of an infrared camera and computer to detect, analyze and produce high resolution images of these temperature changes. Potential breast tumors can be identified not only prior to their physical materialization, but up to seven to 10 years before it. And that's what I wanna stress. That's what's so appealing because what it sees are the changes before any tumour has materialised. Mammograms aren't really preventative because the tumour has to have already developed to find the lump. And lumps are sort of like seven years in the making. So how, how is it accepted? If it's that good, what are we doing? Uh, well, actually not a lot. Thermography is an adjunct, like a supplementary test. It is approved in the US by the FDA but is not recognized in the UK by the NHS. Thermographies are approved, but it cannot use mammographies because it doesn't have any of that authority. It doesn't have strict guidelines. It's kind of an extra piece, which sometimes you really want to say, well, if you did a thermography, you wouldn't need to subject the body to radiation. Thermography works at its best when it's combined with an ultrasound scan. So let's look at some of the disadvantages and the advantages. Disadvantages to thermograms, it's not widely available in the UK. It's not in the NHS, so you've got to pay for it and it's expensive privately. I called a few companies in the UK. 
they are 200 to 500 pounds and that's not much different in the US and it can be more. It does not diagnose breast cancer, but it, it offers an early warning sign. It, if a cancer is slow growing or deep in the tissue, you might not see enough temperature change coming to the surface. But based on the studies, and if it's done correctly, sensitivity is 90 to 95%. That is, it's 90 to 95% of those at risk are identified. Thermograms may pick up on hotspots that aren't anything to worry about. So you could get a diagnosis, you could sort of say, yes, we can see there's heat here and this does represent this, it could represent this, and actually it could be a load of nothing. Let's look at the advantages of thermograms. It's a test of physiology, a test of what's going on inside the breast. It can show inflammation, poor circulation, and chronic physiological conditions. MRI and ultrasound measure the anatomy, but that's only if a lump is already present. Thermograms can detect signs in the run-up to those stages. It's a quicker procedure. It's more efficient in terms of seeing and imbalance. So why wait for a tumor to form and then go after it? This is a real test of prevention. So let's just talk a little bit about the ultrasound combined with thermography. Ultrasound scans measure sound waves by applying a sort of gel to the breast with a special, I don't know, what do you call this kind of thing that you rub over it, a sort of a metal stick thing, moving on top of the gel over the breast. Through the movement across the breast, an image is created on the screen. There are different types of ultrasound but I guess it's the same principle as the thermography, but thermography is, responds to the temperature. Ultrasounds respond to the sound waves. I think they're both great in that they are working in line with what's already there in nature. There are different types of ultrasound to produce different qualities and dimensions of image from two to four dimensional. The Doppler ultrasound creates a visual image of the blood flow in potential breast tumors. I'm giving you these names. I don't expect them to mean anything, but if you want to follow through, Doppler is spelled D-O-P-P-L-E-R, then at least you understand that you're asking for a particular type of ultrasound. So what are the advantages to ultrasound? Ultrasound imaging is non-invasive as well. It's safe and it's painless, especially for pregnant women. It does not rely on radiation. It complements thermography. Actually, it also complements mammograms. Ultrasounds are more effective than mammograms for evaluating breasts with dense breast tissue. Very important. It produces pictures of the inside of the body using sound waves. Ultrasound can show the structure and movement of the body's internal organs. They are about 75 to 80% sensitivity, accuracy. When they're working together, the sensitivity, it pushes up to 92 to 95%. Just remember, mammograms get the diagnosis wrong for black women 30% of the time. At its best, it performs at 70%. 
This means tackling inflammation or early cancer cells with ultrasound and thermography is reversible using thermography. So, so because it's accurate and it can detect changes so much earlier, there's time to change. There's time to reverse without thinking perhaps of surgery, chemotherapy and radiation. Combined with thermography, improvements can be tracked. So you could track it, you know, you could actually go for thermography, see some um, slight indications and follow on without risk to your health. An ultrasound is a quick test with minimal discomfort. What are the disadvantages to ultrasound? Ultrasounds are not sufficiently effective for breast screening on their own. Uh, okay, so the FDA in America recognizes thermography, but only as a supplement to mammograms. Therefore, the combination of thermography and ultrasound is undermined. Thermography, and I've spoken to a, a few professional thermographers in preparation for this podcast, and they say that they're given a very hard time. They are really undermined and they feel they have to be so very careful because the FDA will come down on their backs. The UK NHS also does not recognise thermography, which again undermines the strength of this important combination. I saw there was a, a famous actor, she decided to go for thermography and the way the press have portrayed her is if she's a bit quirky, a bit odd, that this is like an out there risky thing to have done. And then they're very careful to say, well, she had to have a mammogram anyway. Because of these challenges, such purchases are expensive in the open market, ranging between 200 to 500. I say there can be more because there's lots of different services I saw and that they're add-ons and all of that. If you're, you're going strictly for just a scan around breast cancer, then I think the price range is between there, but there are lots of other expensive things that they, they offer. From Thomas Kolb, Dr. Kolb Radiology, says breast screening breasts ultrasound will find 40% more cancers in women with dense breasts than mammograms will. The question I've put on my page is if we have a breast screening alternative in thermography and ultrasound that has up to 95% sensitivity, is painless, avoids any radiation exposure and alerts us to possible precancerous cells years before they have developed, why wouldn't we choose it? Why is it that we are not choosing thermography? And this is a very serious question. I am introducing it to you. I am recommending that you watch the documentary Boobs, The War on Women's Breasts. I am also suggesting in citing the problems with mammograms that you really start asking questions proper questions, ask when you go for a mammogram, first ask for an ultrasound instead, especially if you're a young black woman, please ask for an ultrasound rather than a mammogram. Tell the doctor you want an ultrasound because you recognize that there's a higher accuracy for dense breast tissue. You're a young woman, just tell them, I think I've got dense breast tissue. If you're forced or if you choose to have a mammogram, Ask for the level of radiation. So could you tell me what level of radiation is being used for my body? I'd like to know the radiation before I choose to have the mammogram. Please could you tell me? Does the radiation go up for having dense breasts? 
does the radiation go up for being black skinned? You know, is there any issue about menelin? Now I've left out the discussion about menelin because there's some reports that the radiation is increased against menelin skin and that menelin skin absorbs radiation, but I cannot find conclusive research and data on it. So I've hesitated to, but ask the questions, ask the questions. How much radiation will my breasts be subjected to? And let them give you an answer. And if necessary, do a check, do a check. And what's the harm of this amount of radiation if I subject myself to this amount of radiation? And really think about if you have to have breast checks regularly, think about, take the lead with your doctor. Say, doctor, I am aware that it's not healthy for me to have regular mammograms. So I would like to take other, have other things uh, to consider. I think ultrasound, of course, is number one. Maybe you might ask, because of the lack of reliability of mammograms, you might ask, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't think that the NHS would fund thermographies. What I want to know is what do you think? I want you to watch the documentary. I want to know more and more about what we think. And then maybe we should start a campaign on raising awareness on this particular approach. There are other approaches as well that are coming up that I want to discuss with you. Probably my next podcast will look at liquid biopsies. This is the most recent idea coming out for breast screening. It's, it's a sort of a liquid DNA idea that with a blood test, you can tell whether you have breast cancer. And I don't know enough about that yet, but tune in and I will be discussing it, the liquid biopsy. But right now, please make yourself aware of thermograms as a possible alternative to getting your breast screened for breast cancer. Especially if you're just worrying about stuff, but you can't find any lump, but you want a peace of mind about how your body is at this time. Maybe being seven to 10 years ahead is a useful thing. So thank you very much for listening to me again on this second part of the podcast. And I will stop there. This is Marlene Ellis speaking about black breast cancer. Check the website, please, www.blackbreastcancer.com. Please join my newsletter. As you go onto the website, there'll be a pop-up. Put your email address and sign up for the newsletter. And let's get ourselves moving to change the environment and conditions that create breast cancer. Bye-bye, everybody.